Welcome um, back to week two of Train Your In in 2023. Um, this week we have, um, we're featuring the women's or ladies or girls or whatever your way you want to say it. Is that right, Emma? Um, yeah, that's right. We're trying to establish what's the best wording. So ladies, please vote on our social media um, <laughs> what we should call um, women's football. But whatever Emma says, we're going with. And also, uh, Rachel is due in now in a second just to uh, back Emma up and uh, we have our, got what's going to be our main host, Keith is here beside me. How's it going Dylan? How are you Keith? Hey, what's the story? Um, so as I said, um, we're looking forward to this show tonight, but I'm just going to quickly just dot the I's and cross the T's of last week's and this week's results and fixtures. So I'll start with Cambridge under 16's major and um, they beat two uh, St. Paul's of Artane 2-1. Um, little report, thank you. Um, who, who would have sent that in, uh, Keith? Jonathan or Jerry. Jonathan or Jerry, thanks guys, or whoever wrote that in to us, that's really important. Uh, last night, saw the the friendly, um, the last of the friendlies before the league starts, and um, the boys, the under-16s major, played some excellent football against a very good St. Paul's team, who uh, are undefeated in their league. We had plenty of chances, they hit the bar, Cambridge hit the bar six times in the game, this was their fifth game since the break and their commitment has been unbelievable. Looking forward to the second part of the season and expect a lot from this group of lads and hopefully some silverware for them and uh, the club. That's definitely jo- Jonathan Tormley uh, pushing them. That's not Jerry's writing. Jerry, Jerry, Jer- <laughs> Jerry would have stepped back and Jonathan would have uh, killed them all. No. Uh, probably Lee right, right now. Lee's, one, Lee's the coach there. Lee, oh, Lee is the Lee coach. Jerry the two coaches, yeah. Okay. Anyway, no, whoever, whoever they uh, send us in the reports, thanks very much. Great report. Yeah, the two uh, goal scorers didn't leave them out. Oh, the two goal scorers. Oh, Cameron Tormey and Luke Hart. Yeah. Um, very good. Got, lads, well done. Um, keep it up. Okay, um, next result we have is friendly Cambridge under 18s at 3, Shankhill 0. Um, what a performance from the lads this morning with their first friendly back. Shankhill are a league ahead. Of, of the Cambridge. Uh, Cambridge dominated the whole game, played brilliant football, worked together as a team. We should have been three up in the first 10 minutes, but uh, the first goal came shortly after that and we kept the pressure on Shankill. Um, great game to watch. We got a bit tired in the last 15 minutes, but they kept the clean sheet nonetheless. And the goal scorers were Sam N. Is that Sam Nannery? No. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Shane and Sam OB with a cracker. Yeah, it was. I have a video there, actually. Oh, do you, yeah? We can't show it on the radio, unfortunately. No, you can't show it on the radio. Would you? Maybe you might be able to put it on your Cambridge page, yeah, yeah, would you? we put it on social media. Great um, name. I got to see a bit of that. And that's Laura and Paddy's team. It is, yeah. Well done, uh, folks. Well done. Okay. Um, our third uh, set of um, results is uh, the under-15s and 16s played an inter-club friendly this morning on the Big Astro. Very close game with some great football played by both teams. Um, and... Uh, that was really that's it there from the school uh the schoolboys end of things. There's no there's no schoolgirls yeah. back yet. No. And uh and then so we move on to the senior lads and we had uh, the first uh game was Saturday evening, um and the next two were Sunday morning. So see why Saturday team um were beaten. No, sorry I like I'll start that again. The first team were were play were beaten four three by Francis Last Friday night. So I'm lucky to see why uh, with that. And then Liffey's um, second, the Saturday sides played each other. See why Saturday and 
Liffey's Saturday, and Liffey's beat them with a very late goal. I was actually down watching the whole, uh, the, the whole of the first half there, and I actually thought CY were the better side for most of that first half, playing into the brace. Um, but Liffey's come out on top, um, a one 0 narrow victory. Uh, the Liffey's first team they drew away one all to Glebe North last Friday night, so that's a decent weekend. The results for Liffey's and not so decent um, for CY, but the uh, season's only warming up. Um, fixtures this week uh, we've got the Women's Leinster Junior Cup second round and it's Bally Mackey FC versus St. Pat's uh, CY and that's on Sunday the 22nd 2pm um, in Ballinary Nena have you got your bus for that book yeah we do yeah okay um, and then uh, Liffey's fixtures Liffey's are playing Kilnamana on the 20th of January Lucan versus Liffey's 29th of January. Glebe versus Liffey's Saturday the 23rd of January. And Liffey's versus Seaford Rock on the 28th of January. I don't know which Liffey's teams they are. So maybe um, going forward we'll get Liffey's Saturday or Liffey's Sunday, is it? Liffey's Sunday or Liffey's Premier, is it? Liffey's, Liffey's first team, Liffey's second team. That's all we've got. So I'm going to hand you over. No, I'm not. I've got more results, which I, which I missed. Um, Saturday... Oh, these are the fixtures for Cambridge um, coming uh, upcoming fixtures. So Saturday, um, we've got under 12A Cup um, away to Belvo. Um, we've got the under 12 Division 5 um, Cup and that's away to St. Francis. That's the under 12 Division 5. Yeah, they're in the Cup away to Francis. Um, we go on to Sunday now. We've got the under 12 Division 6 Lusk versus Cambridge and that's in Ratmore Road um, at 10.15. Under 14, Division 5, Cambridge versus Dalkey, and that's on the Cambridge pitch at 10am. Under 15, Division 4, the National League Trophy, um, and Cambridge are home to Lucan, Major, and um, that's on the large Astro at 11.30. Under 16, Major, home versus Crumlin. Under 16, D, Cambridge versus Park Celtic. Under 18B are away to Ballyouster, um, Lachlanstown Road. That's not Lachlanstown, uh, the south side of Dublin, it's in Kildare. Um, under 16 MGLs are home to Enniskerry and all the small sided games will be resuming in two weeks time come and join us at our retro cafe open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre come and check out our Karen's culinary delights hello and welcome back and uh, thanks for them fixtures and results Dylan uh, brilliant to see football back uh, in the area again after the Christmas break um, some great results, some great fixtures coming up. Uh, I'm joined by Rachel and Emma from uh, the CY Women's section. And uh, we're going to discuss uh, some of the issues involving women's football in the area. Um, but firstly, obviously, I'm coming from a Cambridge background. Uh, we're just going to start with um, how strong the, the girls section is. I mean, coming from a club that was called Cambridge Boys up until quite recently. Yeah. To see the progression and to see the amount of girls walking around the area in their club gear now, mm -hmm. it's fantastic. And that's the, the strength of women's football in the area now is only going to have a more positive impact on the kids going forward. So uh, we'll just discuss what's coming up in, uh, in, in women's football with CY at the moment. So if you have anything to lead into, I know you have an upcoming fixture, is it? Um, we do, yeah. So we're playing in the second round of the LFA uh, Junior Cup this coming Sunday. Uh, we were drawn away to Ballymackey in Tipperary. So um, we're heading off now on Sunday morning um, at half ten and kick off is two. 
We probably hang around there for a drink or two. That's what and a uh, cup of tea, of course. <laughs> and um, yeah, then we yeah we leave there about half six or so. Yeah. So with a bit of luck, now we leave with a, a result in the bag. Um, the draw then for the next round hasn't been done, but we also, if we're fortunate enough to beat Ballymackey, we could end up getting a, another away uh, yeah. game in the next round. But look, we have to just deal with Sunday Force and see how we get on. Um, our season, our league season finished in, it went on longer than expected. It finished, I think, towards the end of October. So there has been a bit of a break between now and then. And the girls only started back, when was it, Rachel, they started back training? Tuesday. last week so yeah um it, it'll be a good test for us yeah. um i suppose the the only negative thing about it is we don't know anything about ballymackey we're relying on social media um we are looking at their when i say looking at probably stalking their facebook page <laughs> 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 to see how they've been getting on they're currently in their league so they they have a run of games ahead of them already right. or sorry behind them should i say but look we're looking forward to it um yeah we're hoping the the pitch and all that and everything will be Good to go. We were supposed to play before Christmas, but remember the um the bad snow there the or frost, the ice, yeah, yeah, yeah so it yeah. was called off. But yeah, so there's about there'll be about maybe twenty five of us heading down there on Sunday morning. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. Trips like that are fantastic, yeah. you know. I know from from following uh Bren and Alan Cummins team and some of their all Ireland adventures, the days out are brilliant, you know what I mean? So uh, that's something to look forward yeah, to. That's well. exactly what all the yeah. players wanted. Yeah. They were all hoping for an away draw. That's the same yeah. with my own lads that they're, we're in the National Trophy at the minute. We're hoping if we get out of Leinster to get a nice, you know, a nice away trip, you know, it'd be brilliant, you know. Um, so looking back, actually, I know we want to look forward, but looking back on the, I mean, the women's section started a few years ago and I think it's been, it's exploding. I think the, the success... I remember being down at the, in the Theresa Healy Cup final there yeah. and the amount of people in the area, the amount of smiles on faces, the buzz around the area to see them winning the, the trophy and to see the emotion on the likes of Padzer and the Healy family. And mm -hmm. I still am getting tingles up my back thinking of that day. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so just looking back, what have been the positives? And uh, I don't think there's been many negatives. Uh, no. Looking back, what are your highlights over the last no, couple of years? No, certainly not. Like, if and we're going from strength to strength. Yeah. Like since that, obviously that was that would have been the first proper season. Um, we won the Theresa Healy Cup, we won the league. Um, I think the the B team sort of finished mid table, and then obviously uh, last year, then obviously um, we were to be promoted into Premier B after winning the league and the Theresa Healy Cup, and we happened to get a phone call from the league, um, asking would we be interested in going up into the top league, so to bypass Premier B. So look, at, you know, we were hemming and hawing about it, and if and the girls were up, well up for it, you know, well up for the challenge. So we we just thought, why not, you know, myself and Anta, where focus was sort of to, you know, let the challenge go ahead. But, you know, didn't think obviously we were going to do ideally well. You know, the focus was to even finish mid-table, just stay out, stay out of relegation zone. And we happened to finish uh, toured and went on to win the Premier Cup. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's been unbelievable in two years yeah. to see how far it's going and what, we really are just going from strength to strength. There, it's a, it's a two great, great teams. You know the 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 girls, every single one of them. You know yeah. they really, really put their heart and soul yeah. into it, and it's just great to see. You know, and we're hoping it. You know, it will yeah. continue. Brilliant. I've been lucky enough to be down in the IH uh, at a field. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I might have actually bought a bottle of vodka as well for one of the tables <laughs> or something at one stage. But to be down there with all the all the women, all the girls and women, and uh, they're fantastic. They're, they're a great bunch. And uh, to have two teams yeah. with B 
been so successful. Yeah. Like, to see the, the, the B team now, to see them yeah. last year, I got to watch one or two of their games last year. And they, they actually used the Cambridge pitch a couple of times last year. Yeah, and that was brilliant, you know what I mean? Mm. It, I think it suited them, actually. It did. Um, and it, for, I suppose after year one, when we won the league and the Theresa Healy Cup, we realised that we had such a big gulf of players where some of them were had played for a long time yeah. and some of the girls were only coming down, maybe hadn't played in years or even never played before. So that's why by the second year, myself and Rachel kept saying, look, we have to try and get a second team yeah. here because we didn't want anyone to walk away. No, yeah. Um, but like we've said, even before we came on air here, the most difficult part when it comes to uh, football, whether it's ladies, whether it's children, men's, is the coaches, yeah. the coaches, yeah. the management. It's one thing suggesting we should get another team, but actually having the manpower to do it yeah. is, is another thing, you know, and because it, it's a huge commitment. You're talking training, let's say Tuesday, Thursday, a match on a Saturday. You could be gone all Saturday afternoon, depending on where you're playing. So, But we've been very fortunate with the with the B team. They, like Rachel said, they finished around mid-table in year one. And then last year they went on to win the league. Yeah, fantastic. Um, which was unbelievable for them. So they are now promoted. Our A team are in Premier One, which is the highest division. There's five divisions of ladies football. And our B team are now in League Two, which is um, the fourth division down, basically. So it'll be a big challenge for them now that they've been promoted. Yeah. Um, they also got to the cup final. Um, unfortunately, we're beaten in the cup final, but they've, they've just gone from strength to strength. And again, another thing me and Rachel have discussed time and time again is eventually in the future having an under-19s. Yeah. Again, it's going to come down to the same thing. It'd be great to have it, but we're not going to be able to have it unless we have bodies to come in and help us. Because at the moment, we're, we're kind of stretched as it is. Yeah. We have Rachel and Anto that look after the, the A team. We have Thomas and Anna that look after the B team. And then we have a very small committee of just four people, as in the ladies committee. And it's just hard when people have families and stuff, yeah. you know. It, it's hard to get down there Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, Sunday. Like our A team at the moment play Friday nights. And then when they lose the light, it's Saturday afternoon. Our B team play Sunday mornings. But both teams away matches are Monday. Yeah. So we could have a weekend where we have a match on a, a Saturday afternoon, a match on a Sunday morning and even away match on a Monday. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's 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 tough going. But you, I'd love to be able to explain to people yeah. just how much you get back by yeah, giving you all do. your time. You, do. you know, it might, it might sound like I'm just reading that off a script, but no, it's, it, it's a fact. I know where you're coming from. We all do. Like uh, even Dylan there. I remember Dylan coaching at Cambridge as well. And like. I, I, I've only been involved with the kids' football, I think, about seven years now, six years. And I, come here, you get deeper and deeper into it. The more you do, the more you want to do, the more you get back, the more you the more you give, the more you do get back. And just leading on to you speaking about the under-19s there, I mean, we're lucky enough to have a fantastic under-16s uh, girls' team at the moment. And it's great to have a progression structure in place. We, we did it with the under-19s, going to see why our own, our, would, would have been under-18s. Decided to go and play under 19s with CY for two years. And the lads are brilliant. A lot of them are playing for the senior team now and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that progression structure, to have that, to have a team be successful and have the girls from Cambridge. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're only stones throw away from each other, the two clubhouses, you know what I mean? One end of the park to the other. So to have that in place and hopefully we might be linking in the future, getting some coaches from the senior teams mm -hmm. over to Cambridge. And that in turn will... Uh, strengthen the link between the two clubs yeah. especially in the girls section I think that's vital to keep girls playing football and now that they have a place to play in the area years ago girls had to go away to play you know, there was, you know what I mean we, when we first met when Rachel first contacted me about the idea of, of starting the ladies team down at CY 
we spoke at length about the missed opportunity this whole area had yeah. for many years. Like Rachel herself, the, the career yeah. that Rachel had, yeah. she eventually had to leave the area. Whereas now we have a club like Cambridge that are bringing all these kids through and straight away when they hit 16 and even if they stay with Cambridge till under 17s, under 18s, whatever it may be, they can come straight across to us. They don't have yeah. to leave the area. Yeah. And years ago, like no, I'm not even talking that long ago, I'm even over five years ago, for example, there was players here that when they got to a certain stage, they had to travel out on buses here, there and everywhere because there was nothing offered for them here. Yeah. Like back when you were playing, Rachel, where did you go? Oh, I was with Kilmore, Pauls of Artane. Yeah, just it was constant travelling. Yeah. And I was only a kid, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but, and, and that's exactly what we want to cut out. Yeah. We want to be keeping the kids in the area. You know, so I mean, there's enough clubs in the area yeah. for that to happen. Yeah, 100%. You know, but like that, we need support when it comes to committee, coaches. So, mm. you know, I'm obviously hoping we can all come together as clubs mm. and try and butt heads together and, yeah. and think, put all that out. I think that's vital. I think all the clubs in the area, mm. that we're all stakeholders mm -hmm. in, yeah. in football in the area. And I think, like, recently there, we had a, we had a meeting uh, in the CY clubhouse, actually. I was about, about six or eight months ago. Uh, kind of resurrected the, the Rings End. Um, park association like the f the football users of the park, all the relevant clubs, Liffey, CY, Marks, and all. We were all there. We had to council down just just to put what issues all the clubs yeah. had with space yeah. and allocations, and you know, we teams coming from outside the area to have their own facilities, to have multi million euro facilities, and they're coming in don't, to take space. I know me, we could go, we could on go that. off on a tangent <laughs> yeah, for hours yeah. on this, but just just to to, to put it down yeah. like that, it's noticed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have teams coming from outside the area like there's just so many teams in the area that are fighting for such a valuable resource as a mm -hmm. space to play football mm -hmm. when you have other clubs that have fantastic facilities but are coming down taking places that's something that needs to be addressed in the future you know what I mean it I think, definitely does I, yeah. I, I, think, I think it's vital because I mean you see a team like I know I keep harping back to Cambridge but that's what I know so I'm, I'm, that's, that's me me yeah. fallback you know like a few years ago when, when, when I got involved I think there were seven teams we've 19, 19 or 20, I think it's, we will have 20 teams and, a, and an academy with 80 kids. It's Coming up this, this coming season. And our only barrier to growing is, is space. Yeah. space. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've, we've a big white elephant on our doorstep that's going to bring thousands more people into the area. Where are they going to play? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that affects every club, not just the schoolboy and schoolgirl section, mm. but it affects the development of women's football in the area of all the senior teams the over 35s mm. people if you've 3,000 people coming into an area over yeah. a few year period yeah. most of them are going a lot of them are going to want to play sport yeah. you, know well, I mean? you, you see it on a Tuesday and Thursday when we're training and as soon as we move into the park it's doggy dog in yeah. there yeah. to try and get a space yeah. and then the issue that we have is if our A team and our B team are training together you're potentially talking yeah. 40 yeah. women as well as some of the committee and the coaching staff hanging around. So, and we're all squashed into yeah. one little tiny part of a pitch. Yeah. Um, I agree with you completely though, that they need to, they need to look at it. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's a situation where money talks and yeah. you know, but I, I really do think it needs yeah. to be addressed because you're right in what you're saying. It'll stop the progression of everything that's going on. Yeah. If Cambridge have 19 clubs now, how are they supposed to, yeah. to, go, to, to grow. grow even yeah. more yeah. if they're stuck for space? Yeah. I suppose just getting on to with the CY in particular, we're very fortunate with the facilities that we have down there. Um, like at the moment, we have the club facilities that we have are just on another level. You've, you've been there, Keith, many times. They're, they're above League of Ireland standards yeah. in some oh cases. Oh my God. You know? And like we went, we went out and played a cup final last year um, in Tolka Park and 
even our players, when they walked into the dressing rooms, every one of them were like, is this it? Yeah. They just, I don't know what they expected, yeah. but they expected yeah. far more. Yeah. Um, from, you know, in the ladies section, we have our own home dressing room, our own away dressing room. The dressing rooms are kitted out with every bit of gym equipment that you could possibly want. Yeah. The girls are able to do as much strength and conditioning training. If there's a really bad weather outside, um, we're fortunate enough that Rachel's brother, um, Dano, is involved in the club and he's laid on fantastic programmes for the girls to follow. Um, and I think what's really important is, as well as um, having all that space is even the communal area that we have. Yeah. Yeah. We, all the players meet, some of them are there an hour before the match yeah. because they're sitting there playing a game of pool playing a game of darts, whatever it may be, table tennis, you can't get them off the table tennis <laughs> table. They're all, but they're all, that's brilliant for your yeah. team because it keeps players together, particularly players that aren't from the area yeah. and they're coming down, they're feeling a little bit like oh, I'm the outsider here. They're coming down and seeing that kind of family environment yeah. and they're blown away by it. We've had players in the last two years maybe that were hemming and hawing about CY, maybe they had some of, you know, the so-called bigger clubs coming after them and they've come down and seen the facilities and it's been a game changer. Yeah. They've literally gone where do I sign? Because yeah. they cannot get over that, you know, from having a physio there on tap, really, yeah. to if they, on the day where we've no matches, if they just want to come down and use the gym equipment, they can come down seven days a week if they want to. Yeah. So we are, we're very, very fortunate. Yeah. And ourselves on the Cambridge committee, we've been looking at what's been done with, with CY and, and kind of using that as a model for what we want to develop our own club and what we want to do going forward and having to see that breakout room where, where people are going to know uh, a few of the teams from Cambridge have been lucky enough to be allowed to use the facilities yeah. down there. And that's that's sharing the facilities. Like we do that, like yeah. we've had teams use the changing rooms when they've had big games and use the clubhouse, senior teams. And that that sharing of, of resources is vital. And it is because yeah. it removes the us and them. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, there's rivalry in every club, yeah, in, every, in every club in Rings End, in Pierce yeah. Street, and no matter where you are yeah. across the world. But when you can share things amongst yeah. each other, then yeah. that's where it does make yeah. it think, right, we are all together. We might, on, if we're playing each other on Saturday, it might be a different story, but at least we're all sharing what we have. Because I think all the clubs would agree that they've gone from nothing yeah. to all of a sudden now, yeah. you know, unbelievable yeah. facilities. And it, look, there's a saying, I'm not to, to forgetting it now, but a, a, rising t uh, a rising tide lifts all boats, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. If, yeah. If, if the area is doing well, if the, la the women's section's doing well, the senior teams are doing well. The kids' teams are doing well. Like you know, like the amount of players that had to leave Cambridge years ago, because they wanted to progress. But now we've teams playing in major. We've teams winning, winning. Like the team win a treble last year. Teams winning the girls section. Like the under under twelves last year, won won the top leagues. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? That'll show you the progression of the girls' structure in Cambridge, and we have our football for all, which is huge for the club to have that to be one of the founding members of the football for all league you know what i mean so mm -hmm. football i think on the whole in the area and yeah. i think we'll touch on this on, in the weeks going forward with all the other clubs that are coming in and hopefully we'll reach out i know we, we have people from cy liffey's cambridge we'd love to get from bridge from any of the other clubs that are in the area mm -hmm. to come in and be on the show and yeah. put forward what's happening in their clubs yeah. because i think in general all the teams in, in the area are doing fantastic there's some great work being done by all the committees yeah. And I think the future is really, really bright for football in the area. Absolutely. Yeah, and even with, with the ladies, Irish team now, uh, making it to the World Cup, yeah. we're of the hope now that maybe it'll, you know, yeah. it'll give people that idea, well, if they can do it, we can do it, yeah. you know, because they're just ordinary yeah. girls like anyone else. And with the, you know, in the summer, I think it's, is it July? The World July, Cup is yeah. on yeah. in yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. 
maybe it might spark a few yeah. players to say, right, I'm going to throw my hand at that. Yeah, you know? 100%. Yeah. That's Especially what one, of, one of our own, in it, you know? I mean, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Young Abby Larkin, who's, yeah. who started, I think, with yeah. Cambridge, playing yeah. with the boys, yeah. because there wasn't a girls' team for her. Yeah. Look how much how far we've come, you know? I think we've five or six six girls' teams yeah. now in the coming season. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's huge. Brilliant. Abby yeah. wouldn't get a game for CY, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've told her that many yeah. times. Yeah. I know, I'd be trying wanna, to tap her up. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> and to see, to see young people from the area having the success, like I know one of my own mates, young lads, John O'Sullivan, got yeah. his under-17s cap. He's, yeah. he's, with, he? he's with Rovers. He actually, yeah. he actually got his first team debut last season. Artistic brilliant. Last season. Got his under-17 cap. Was over in, in camps all over Europe and stuff like that with... With, uh, with with Rovers and uh, two great young people representing the area, you know. And then we have all, also all of our League of Ireland former players, some from CY, some from Cambridge. Yeah. Sean, uh, Dano, do you know what I mean? It's just fantastic. Um, plus, we've we big news. We mentioned it last last week. Uh, we've we've the biggest ever Cambridge uh, club trip. And at the moment, we four girls team coming on the trip away, you know what I mean? Like to have that in the area as well. Like, I think we've 11 teams travelling out to Spain in September. And just leading on from what we talked about, clubs helping each other, the response from all the clubs in the area to help get the kids away on this trip has been like from Liffey's yeah. Bridge, CY. Mm -hmm. It's been marks. They're all on board. They're all helping. We have a big night in the dogs on the 24th of February. That put rings end on the map though, you know, doing something like that. Will. And we might have our own club photographer travelling with us on the trip, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, if he ever gets it booked. Anyone know a photographer? A good one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so like just the positivity around football and in the area at the moment is fantastic, yeah. you know. And a lot of that stems from the success of the the girl, the women I, I've had over the last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. I think that's been huge. Like, really, really has. It's really impressed yeah. me, and the work is are doing fantastic. It really has put a bit of life into the area, all right. Um, but look, at going just going back to um, obviously talking about the the CY women's team. Um, we're going to be we're going to be posting a video on social media. Um, hopefully by the end of this week we've a couple of people working on it at the minute um, because we're, we're obviously um, in the middle of recruiting at the moment um, so you know obviously that's going to be posted now on social media so we're hoping you know we'll get a little bit of feedback um, but we're welcoming all new players um, if anybody is interested in coming down and having a kick about um, they're more than welcome to come down mm -hmm. um, and yeah we can offer both all levels really yeah, now because we have yeah. that for someone that has experience, we have the A team that they can rise to. Yeah. For someone that, now don't get me wrong, the B team is going to be of a really good level. Yeah. Yeah. We have some smashing players on the B team. So we're going to have, like, but anyone that wants to come down and, you know, throw their hand at a kind of thing, it's, it's open to everybody. We just want to be able to provide, a, like we said already, provide a platform for girls near and far to just come down, get involved. We think as soon as they see the facilities, Get involved with the coaching side of it. We think they're going to absolutely love it. Um, and we can offer the highest level and we can offer, you know, there's a team obviously four leagues below. Um, we are going to be holding an open day in the coming weeks. There's no Brilliant. set date for the moment, but we can ask that you can keep an eye on social media just to um, spread the word. And even anyone that listens to this, if you yeah. wouldn't mind when you see any posts going up from the CY, if you could just spread them near and far and ask all your female friends if they yeah. fancy coming along. Brilliant. And what, what kind of, I know there's no age range as mm -hmm. such, but like, what's the youngest that kind of players you have? Like the under, do we 17, 18, 19, roughly? Our like, youngest players would be 16. We 16? have, I think, maybe two, two. 16 year olds moment, now. Yeah. Right. Um, we have a couple, maybe two 17 year olds. We have a few 18. 
um, and it goes right up. Yeah. Like I remember, not last season just gone, but the season before with the, with the B team in particular, our youngest player was um, Abby Cassidy. She was 16. And our oldest player was Pav at the time. Mm. And Pav was 46. Yeah. It was 30 years yeah. between the two of them. And you'd never, me telling you that if you came down to watch them, you wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, but they just, Pav flew around the pitch. The, yeah. Abby was exactly the same. With women's football, I think it caters for all ages. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't have it in over 35s or anything like that. So if you're 40 and you still want to play a decent level, you have to expect to come down and play with 16, 17, yeah. 18 year olds, you know. Brilliant. It's great different ages challenging yeah. each other, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they both bring their different strengths, you know what I mean? Completely, because well, you need experience. Yeah. You're not going to do anything yeah. with, you know, 11, 12, 16 year olds. Those girls need to be able to look at someone and go, what should I do here? What's the best thing to do? And players that are of a certain ilk will be, you know, they're vital to a team. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And when does the, the women's section start back officially, the league, roughly? Um, so the league is starting about two weeks early this year. Um, it's starting the end of March. Um, it runs, it should finish in September, but it's been run until kind of October, November. Um, that's the league seasons for both teams. But the cups, the likes of the Intermediate Cup and the Junior Cup are in the off season. Right. So they're in the winter months, which is why we're playing this right. Junior Cup second round. So there's no real break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't no. turn anybody off. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we're, we're more or less, like I'd go as far as saying we're 10 to 11 months of the year. Well, this cup we're playing in on Sunday, we actually went all the way to the final last year. We're beaten by Tech right. in the final in Tolka Park. So, yeah, look, at it, come here. it could be <laughs> a thing that, you know, we are nearly all year round playing. Yeah. But we love it. Yeah. We, love we do, it. because we love it's, it's optional you know? to go into this cup. Yeah. And we just said, do you know what, last year when um, we got the opportunity, we were him and Han going, will we take the break or will we do it? We went into it and we re ended up reaching the final. Yeah. So that's why we decided to go for it again this year. That's brilliant. Um, anything else to wrap up? Um, no, oh. again, just to lastly repeat what Rachel said, to keep an eye on social media, to um, pass it on to all your female friends and family, and we'd love to have you down. And just leading on from, from your recruitment, are you looking for people to get involved with the admin side or the, the committee side or anything like that? Always. Going forward, always, yeah. Because right. I, I know a club, always. A, a club like, like that, you know what I mean, and successful teams, yeah. you just need yeah. a lot of help. So yeah. also keep an eye on social media because you'd be yeah. looking for... Yeah. Admin, committee, Just, people yeah, to get contact involved. anyone you know within yeah. the CY club so or send interested. a message by email, by whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just let them know you're interested. That's brilliant. Right, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to thank Emma and Rachel and, and Dylan for the results earlier on. Uh, that's uh, week two wrapped up. Thanks, Thanks again, very folks. much for having us. Thanks a lot, folks. <laughs>